Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Clerks, one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. I'm Chris Darkash. And today we're covering Minute 15 of Clerks, which is quite possibly the greatest mineral minute ever. We are joined one final day from Starbase 66, the one and only Admiral Rick Tatro. Good evening, gents. We're going to handle some very highbrow stuff this minute. There's not going to be any terrible jokes or talking about people with uh, disabilities or anything. (laughs) No offending disabled people or anything like that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that is definitely one caveat. If you you ever watch a Kevin Smith movie, you have to just be prepared that if you have a sacred cow, they might get stepped on at some point during it. (laughs) I'm hoping people come into this podcast the same way, too. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) the problem is, it's like most things. It's difficult for me to feel bad for you if you get offended at one thing if something just as equally horrific has already happened but that didn't offend you because it's not your issue yeah you can't pick and choose yeah <laughs> i mean if the whole thing bothers you yeah don't watch it <laughs> I, I realized when jay and silent i know this is jumping way ahead but uh when jay and silent bob strike back came out and i saw it in the cinema uh and it was actually one of my wife's and my first dates <laughs> was going to that movie um <laughs> And I realize as I'm watching it, anyone else saying and doing this kind of stuff that goes on in a Kevin Smith movie, especially the Jay and Silent Bob universe, uh, I would not tolerate it one bit. But for some reason, Smith gets away with it in my in my mind. I think there's some directors like that and some writers where you'll accept something in their movie where you're like, if this was happening in another movie, I'd be calling bullshit on this. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way I would tolerate it. Like, I've I've shut movies off for less of being like, I, maybe it's it's a lot of, it's a lot of it because he's so out there and you know him and you know it's, most for him most of the time, it's not coming from like a mean place. So you know it's like, if he's offending you, he's even if you don't think it's funny, he's trying to be funny. Normally, but, his offensive things make me laugh too. Like not not from anybody else, but from him from his movies. For some reason, I laugh at him. <laughs> and I'm sure there's times that he's been over the line or or gotten close to it that has bothered people. Yeah. But I don't know. I, sometimes I feel like I just let everything go. I, I mean, there's again, there's other directors like that where I feel like there's stuff they do where you're like, oh, that's fine that he did it because it's him. It's the same way that you can watch. Old special effect, like you, a, a perfect, perfect example, Star Trek, the original series. There's no way that I should put up with some of the level of quote unquote special effects that happen in that. But there's enough else going on that I'm like, I just, my, I just accept it. It's not even, I'm like, I'm going to let that go. Look, like, I don't even see that that's a problem because I'm invested in the rest of it. Maybe his, yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, with some exceptions. That's the problem, though. See, where those, where, with the, especially the original series. So when you run into a bad episode and it's not carrying it, you start to realize things like that person that's in that fight is not William Shatner. <laughs> yeah. That person doesn't even resemble William Shatner. <laughs> that is one of my favorite. I like Guess the Stuntman. Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. Eh, they did the best. Yeah. But I mean, I've had this conversation with a lot of people of, Go back to the 60s, take the whole 60s a whole, 
how many shows from that time frame can you watch, like, especially an entire series worth, and be like, that was worth it. That was worth my time to watch all these. I can think of maybe two. <laughs> Not like, oh, I can watch a couple episodes and, you know, I get the gist of it. I could watch all of the original series. I could watch all of Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. Beyond that, there's... I'm about halfway through the original series on Netflix right now. <laughs> with my daughter. With my 10-year-old daughter. No, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, but I never watched it straight through. And my daughter loves it. Like, we'll, we'll watch a couple episodes if we're home together. Cool. Well, that's yeah, like... Yeah, and I, I had a, a very graphic uh, illustration of that point when uh, a couple of years back, uh, Richard Smith over at, at Simply Syndicated and I have a show we do very infrequently now called Ray Guns and Go-Go Boots where we try to go back and, and uh, uh, revisit science fiction television from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And our second show we tried to do was Lost in Space, which I loved <laughs> I, as a kid. I listened to that. We couldn't. We could not get through it. We, <laughs> that bad? It was, uh, well, we did the, the first season, which is really bad anyway, because they were still taking themselves seriously. <laughs> but I was about two episodes through, and Rich calls me. He's like, dude, I can't do this. <laughs> And I mean, it's not just the 60s. It's the same. Like, go back and watch 80 shows that you watch. Go go, go watch the first season of Dukes of Hazard. Let me know how that goes. Yeah, watch The Greatest American Hero. I bet you don't even make it. <laughs> <laughs> <But> I tried. <laughs> you know, like, there's some things I'll never go back and revisit because, like, I just know that through my nostalgia-filled glasses, it's still a good property. But if I watch I it again, it's going to be ruined. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you should go back and watch The Fall Guy. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> I absolutely should not. I watched when I was six years old. It was a pretty cool show. <laughs> I can't imagine that it's going to hold up. I'll just watch the theme song and be done. All right, so if I will attempt to bring. To go back and watch Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. Just fight it. Just... <laughs> hey, you know what it is? And like about once a year, it'll get brought up on a podcast, and I'll be like, you know what? Uh, maybe it's not as bad as I remember. Yeah, it is. It's as bad as I remember. <laughs> It's the same thing with movies. Somebody will bring up a movie and you're like, oh, that was a long time ago I saw that. Maybe maybe I was missing the point. No, I wasn't missing the point. The movie stinks. All right, I'll try to leverage us back into uh, our minute here. What were we talking about? Uh, anyway? <laughs> oh, my God. So, so not only does he ask her how many people she slept with, now he's going to take it to the next level and flat out ask who it is. <laughs> yeah, I would have never went that far. What are you going to do with this information? You're going to go find because, John Franson and Rob Stanslick and yell at yeah. them. <laughs> well, there's only two ways this can go. Either they're going to be people from like college or a town she lived in before you who you're not going to know, so the names aren't going to mean anything to you. Or she's going to say somebody you do know, and if they're in your radius at all, you're going to be like, oh, what the hell? Why'd you sleep with them? <laughs> the way she said their names, it sounds like they're people he knew. It also sounded like they were dorks or something, because he was like, huh? Yeah, yeah like those <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has ever had that moment. If you ever find out who someone in your past has slept with, if you catch a couple of the names, you start having that feeling of, like, if you fit in, you're like, oh, okay, she has a type. If you don't fit in, you're like, what the hell's going on here? Like, <laughs> Whoa, <what is> <laughs> like Am I the, she's trying to break away from what she did before? Or like, am I the, oops? <laughs> Does she not really like me and I'm just here for a ride? Yeah. And, and am I only here because I have a car? <laughs> I mean, like, listen, I'm a guy, so I'll accept that. 
Like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to quote another movie that we are not doing, which is uh, what I always think about whenever a, a woman tries something like that with a guy, and that's uh, the classic American film, Robin Hood Men in Tights, <laughs> where the lady decides, uh, Marion decides she's going to marry the guy, but she's like, you'll never have my heart, my mind, or my soul. And he's like, oh, yeah, I respect that. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I don't want any of that crap anyway. Yeah, so he says he would sleep with uh, anyone, animal, minimal, animal, animal, mineral, or vegetable. Which is, that's just terrific. <laughs> Again. Well, she's worse than he is in this part. Oh, yeah. Well, now, <laughs> we went from last minute, or two minutes ago, where this was just him being an asshole, to, like, this is now, this is a battle that they're having. Right. Back and forth. And, like, she... He had kind of stepped ahead a little bit. It looked like he was going to be the uh, maybe get out on top, but but he doesn't. Yeah. Like I I have uh, I have her way ahead on points at the end of this. <laughs> She's definitely getting the win, and I write that uh, she wins the argument, and then she uses the argument to leverage him into what she really wants to talk about. Right. So I have to so wonder was than he is. oh far smarter than he is, <laughs> and yeah. was this her was this her plan all along? It's obvious that she had an agenda of what she wanted to talk about. Yeah. And has used whatever happened, like, oh, I can use this argument to talk about what I really want to talk about. Which is why he's not in school. I mean, I have some thoughts on why he's not in school. Because he's a 22 year old person who doesn't want to go to school. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. He works at a convenience store. By a guy who dropped out of school, so. You could say he's not going to school because he likes his job, but he complains about his job the whole time. And especially, like, at this age, you could just take a class or two. It's, like, not that big of a deal, especially if you don't have a full-time job. Especially if you just want to shut your girlfriend up. (laughs) Yeah, no, you could could just go to one class so she'll be quiet. Like, yeah, listen, I'm going. I'm taking that that political science class at 10 a.m. every Saturday. So I have another question. What do you think Veronica's in school for? Like, she's all about him going to school, and she's going to school. Co- cosmetology? Nail <laughs> <Which, laughs> She can't paint her own nails? Yeah. <laughs> like a, a, a poli-sci major or something. Oh, so uh, something that won't go anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I can't... I, I, communications. Yeah, I'm hoping to transfer up to uh, uh, Syracuse. I'm not going to, but I'm hoping to. Yeah, that's all I think about whenever she talks about college. I'm like, what are you going to college for? Yeah. Like, whenever someone wants to... Dante has potential. Oh, yeah, I have that written down. (laughs) I have potential, dot, 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 really? (laughs) Like, we're never showing any of this potential. All we see is a whiny baby who complains about going to work, then goes to work, complains about being there, and then has all his customers pick on him. And worries about playing hockey. Yeah. Yeah, worries about playing hockey at two, which I made this point uh, a couple weeks ago. That's all you had planned for today? <laughs> yeah. Like, until two, you had nothing? I wish I had this guy's schedule. Well, like, I, I remember back in my uh, my uh, uh, hourly Joe job days where I worked at a place called Taco Viva. Um, when I wasn't on duty, I didn't pick up the damn phone because there were no cell phones back then. And uh, if I wasn't supposed to be there, I wasn't there. I do that now. <laughs> oh, Chris. Chris, we know you do that now. We work together. Yes. <laughs> so. They tried to call me in last week and I didn't answer the phone. <laughs> yeah. We all hide from it when it rings. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, if it's 
during the school year, I can come in. I don't want to go. <laughs> That's my day off. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. See, I hate my work anyway, so I'd rather go in and hate it at time and a half. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> yeah, okay. Dante has no room to complain because he all he had to do was either not pick up the phone or say no. Right. Yeah, and you won't be here for the later minutes, but he makes a point when on the phone. I think the boss is going to be in by 12. He's not yeah. very good at sticking up for himself yeah. or saying no anyway. Well, even that, say say he conned you to come in. Yeah, if you got conned to go in and you showed up and he didn't show up at 12, <laughs> I'd close the fucking store. Yeah, I'd be locked in. What's he going to do, fire yeah. you? It's a, it's a minimum wage job. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only good thing about working minimum wage. There's another one right behind it. Yeah, you're like, you're minimum wage and you're like, you know, a teenager or like in your early 20s and he, he lives at home. Hey, you're fired. Right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Not like as an adult, if you get fired, it's like soul crushing and you can like, you lose your house and all that. As a kid, it's like you're fired. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I wonder if one of the other 35 convenience stores within a mile of here is hiring. Especially back then. There was a million convenience stores back then. Yeah. It was much more convenient. <laughs> I get it, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> <Bum, bum. laughs> thank you, thank you. Remember to tip your waitresses. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> so, so are we up? at the script here, and I, I love this this day trick, because uh, Veronica gets up, uh, Dante whines about, why are you getting up? Because he still probably thinks he was going to score. <laughs> uh, and the script says, a handsome young man, William, is standing at the counter. <laughs> I noticed that, too. <laughs> but the dude that's standing at the counter is Scott Mosier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Scott. And I'm wondering who wrote the script. Is this is this uh, Smith wrote that, or did Mosier transcribe that? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else put that handsome in there, yeah. <laughs> Not that Mosier's a bad-looking guy or anything. But, uh, well, the character he's playing is a little crazy, too, but... Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> Willem in this movie is played by Scott Mosier, of course. He's doing his best, kind of drugged out, don't know where I am thing going on. The line and sounds almost Mo- exactly like Chong from Cheech and Chong when he says it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ronnie. I-, I think it must, I don't know how many times I saw this movie before I realized what he was saying. That he was calling her Ronnie for Veronica. <laughs> and I go, oh, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, and in the next movie, he's played by Ethan Sukley, so. Sometime between now and uh, when does Mallrats take place? I think Mallrats might take place the day before this. The day before this, I thought. Or the next day. It's the same weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he either gains or loses 150 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's supposed to be the same character. Yeah. The one that can't find the sailboat. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be the same character. Oh, sailboat. Okay. I didn't know that was supposed to be Willem. Wait, really? Did yeah, it's supposed, it's supposed to be the same guy, according to Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, he definitely gained 100 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And lost about 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's possible that he gained a few pounds. So, do you have anything else? Because that's pretty much it. We get to Willem. We get to Willem. Uh, he sounds like Cheech and Chong. What, do you work here now? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. No. Well, yeah. She says, no, I was visiting my man. Oh, you know what? I did have that right now. Yeah, like, not my boyfriend. 
My man. My man. And then that, yeah. the next part of the of their conversation starts with uh, Dante. This is Will, <laughs> and that's yeah. where it gets weird. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Again, I'm sure that the conversation and the stuff about Willem. There's no way that this can go downhill. I'm sure <laughs> it'll be. He'll walk out. He'll leave. We'll never see him again, and there'll be no incident. <laughs> If there's one thing that Dante has done for the last three minutes is keep things nice and level. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, I don't have anything else. I, just, oh. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else. Yeah, the last like eight seconds is hanging out with Willem, the old Scott Mosier. I didn't check to see if he was supposed to play Willem or not, because I know they were just having people duck in and play roles. He's supposed to be Willem when he walks up to Jay and Silent Bob in the previous minutes. But I mean, I know he's still playing Willem there, but I didn't know if he was cast as Willem originally. Oh, okay. Or if whoever was supposed to see Willem didn't show up. I know that's how Walt Flanagan got half of his roles. Right. They would tell people to come to the convenience store at one in the morning for a movie, and they wouldn't show. So they just grab Walt and say, get in here and do this. Well, that's one way to get your acting career going. <laughs> Worked well for him. All right, I do not have anything else unless you have anything in your notes, Chris. No, that's it. Uh, do you have anything over there, Rick? Not a thing. I'm tapped. All right, well, that's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, one last time this week, if you want to listen to us, go over to uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Uh, go to DuelingGenre.com. Check out all the other Minute Podcasts they're doing. Uh, if there's not enough Minute Podcasts there for you, you still have free time in your life. Go to moviesbyminutes.com and all of the Minute Podcasts are up there. I think they're north of 50 at this point. Um, uh, pay special attention to the originator of the Minute format, the Star Wars Minute guys. So uh, start there. You know, There are five movies in. Those poor bastards just did Attack of the Clones and they got to do Revenge of the Sith next. <laughs> they're going to be doing that for the rest of their lives. 140 episodes at Minute by Minute of Attack of the Clones. <laughs> oh my god. It's going to feel the like their whole life. Oh my god, all of a sudden doing Clerks doesn't seem like such a bad gig. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Imagine having to stare at Jar Jar for like four weeks. Well, oh my god, I listened to them do The Phantom Menace, and the pod race was like two and a half weeks. Oh god. <laughs> Just trying to decipher what Jar Jar says could be you know, a whole podcast. Every episode of the pod race is like, well, it's it's got great sound design. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, those guys are pros. I don't know how they get through it. I mean, we pick what I consider good movies that have lots of stuff going on, and it's, <laughs> whew, and there's still some dry times. And uh, uh, where could the fine people find uh, you, Rick, if they need some more of your uh, silky voice? <laughs> well, if you, if you want to come over to uh, simplysyndicated.com and uh, check out my shows there, Starbase 66, Stim uh, Simply Syndicated Movie News, and uh, The Seven Chevron, or you can also catch me on uh, the Cosmic Potato podcast. I have no idea what the URL is, but just Google Cosmic Potato, and uh, you'll find me there as well. Oh, wow. You're doing a lot of things out there. I don't know how you wow. have any free time. <laughs> <laughs> I have no life. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm doing one podcast, and sometimes I feel like that's one too many. <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing two podcasts, but my other one's been on a hiatus. All my other podcasters are missing. <laughs> <laughs> and my other podcast is Slycast the Sylvester Stallone podcast you can go listen to it we do it every month haha <laughs> <laughs> alright so that's uh, that's it for me that's it for Rick you got anything left for us Chris no I'm not even supposed to be here today I'm living day to day 
I'm so proud of you that you were able to get your line.